This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. Good morning, good afternoon, depending on where you're at. It's 1 o'clock here in Texas. It's 12.55. Uh, I am so excited. Yes, darling, it's 12.55. (laughs) We're doing a mother-daughter show, and hopefully I can get through this without slapping her. No, I'm just teasing. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Uh, Holy Spirit's been literally moving all morning. Started really early for me. I got up praying for this broadcast and praying for you, praying for those that would be on this broadcast and the, the women that this would be shared. And uh, I just believe that God's going to do something so special today. And he's going to release um, what he's put in my heart and what he spoke to me this morning through this broadcast. And you are going to receive major, major miracles. I woke up this morning and the first thing I heard from the Lord, and I love to listen early in the morning before I've had a chance to take a call, answer a request, look at my phone, um, answer back calls. Even before I walk into the living room to sit down with my Bible, I love to hear what the Lord says the very first thing when I wake up because I find that the Lord is the closest to us when all of our um, natural senses are sort of shut down. We can hear the Lord the clearest. And the first thing I heard this morning was the prayers of my mother the prayers of my mother. And I, I thought, well, I know it's Mother's Day's coming and we were going to talk about mothers today. And so I knew God was trying to um, cause me to remember some things. So I, I began to ask the Lord, uh, what do you want to show me about my mother that I don't even know and or that I do know? Maybe what you want to give me greater revelation. And I began to... Uh, Asked the Lord to show me, and I re- I started remembering my mother uh, was a woman that prayed all the time. She prayed when she was in trouble. She prayed when she was on the mountain. She prayed when she was in the valley. She prayed in her times of deepest despair. She prayed when she wasn't uh, when she was struggling with alcoholism. She prayed all of all the many years she was sober and. And her life was turned around. She prayed all the time. And I heard the Lord say, you are living out the prayers. You and Cindy and your children are living out the prayers of your mother. The prayers of my mother. So I said, okay, Lord, I I believe that. And I began to remember things that mother prayed for. Uh, She prayed for our salvation. Uh, I remember her telling me after she got filled with the Holy Spirit that she had prayed that Cindy and I would get saved to the uttermost. Uh, She prayed for wisdom to raise her children. Uh, 
She did not want Cindy and I to fall in the same traps that she had fallen in. So she asked God for wisdom and he answered it. She prayed that God would um, use her kids and her grandchildren for his glory. Uh, She prayed that prayer all the days of her life and God has answered those prayers and continues to answer them. She prayed for my dad's salvation. My dad was saved two weeks before he died. God answered her prayer for my dad to be saved. Um, She prayed for her grands to be saved and to be used by the power of God. She prayed that they would be musical and that they would do extraordinary things. My mother was extremely musical and God answered her prayer. She prayed that her oldest child would get a college degree. God answered her prayer and Lana got not only a bachelor's, but a master's degree. She prayed for uh, my daddy. There was something, my dad was not as spiritual, but the spiritual uh, inclination, the spiritual direction came from my mother, but my dad was a good man. It was his desire that Cindy and I be country singers. Well, of course we didn't. We ended up in the ministry. We ended up totally sold out to God. But I believe she prayed that my daddy's dreams would come to pass. And that's why I have a kid that's doing country music. My mother was a woman that prayed all the time. She prayed. She prayed that they would be delivered from alcoholism and they were delivered from alcoholism. She prayed that her, that her children would do great exploits. She was not a religious woman per se, She was a woman in relationship with Jesus Christ. And when I I, I did not give my mother near enough credit um, when I was young, I did not understand what a powerful role she played in mine and Cindy's and our children's lives. And the Lord said, the prayers of your mother You are living them out. The prayers of your mother, your children will live them out, and they will go a hundred generations from the time your mother prayed. So your prayers, and you know what? On the outside, my mother was not perfect. You know, we judge men on the outside. God judges the heart. Your prayers are powerful. And the Lord said to me, Monday, he said, he said, today, starting May 1st, which was, was that Monday? Was that Monday Uh, or Sunday? Uh, whatever May 1st was, he said, starting in May, uh, starting in May. So that was, that was, that was Wednesday, Wednesday, May 1st, yesterday. Okay. So he said, starting in May, the prayers of the mothers will overturn the plans of the enemy. Now this is a prophetic word for everyone. Listen, the prayers of the mothers will overturn the plans of the enemy. So that means the plans that God has for you, for your children, for your descendants, for your children's children, the plans that he has are going to come into full fruition. And all God is requiring from you is to pray in faith and declare the word of God over your family, over your children, over your grandchildren. The May is going to be a month where mother's prayers overturn the plans of the enemy. 
completely like a judicial act. It is overturned by the power of the Holy Ghost. It is overturned. The courts of heaven are ruling in your favor. Mamas pray. Pray for our nation. Pray for our city. Pray for your your states. Pray for your churches. Pray for your children. Pray for your grandchildren. Pray for your health. This is the month where God is overturning the plans of the enemy and God is hearing the prayers of the mothers. And listen, I know more and got into my living room and began to pray this thing through. And I started getting texts from people I never hardly hear from saying, I know you're doing a show today. Will you pray for me? Will you pray for my son? Then I got another text and another text. And the Lord was confirming to me that today is the day that God, God, he started it on May 1st. May is the month of the answered prayers of the mothers. We must pray for our nation. We must pray for our government. We must pray for our neighbors. We must pray for our cities. But he is hearing the prayers for your children and your family. My mother was a woman of prayer. And because she was a woman of prayer, Cindy and I and my children and my grandchildren are living out the benefits of a woman that was willing to pray. I want to give you a couple of examples of women that prayed in the Bible. Sarah, the mother, uh, uh, the, the, the first mother, what I would call the mo- Abraham's wife, the mother of faith. She prayed and waited on the promise of God. And in uh, Genesis eleven thirty, she is taught, uh, Abraham is talking to God about, you know, you, you know, her barrenness. And he said, I'm going to give you children like the sands of the sea. And, and so they, they held hold of that promise. 10 years later, God confirmed that promise with an angel. And the Bible says that she laughed, but she still waited. And, and so 25 years later, Genesis 21, 25 years later, the fulfillment of that promise came. And the Bible says that her and God laughed. She laughed at the promises. She laughed how that she could even laugh at God because God had done what he said. She waited for the promise. There are some of you that are waiting for the promise. May is the month that you declare the promise. God is getting ready to bring your Isaac. God is getting ready to take your dead womb and it's going to come alive. Your dreams are going to come alive. The things that the enemy has stolen from you are going to be replaced. Even your wrong decisions are going to be overturned just like he overturned it for Sarah and for Abraham. Hagar, the mother of Ishmael, even though she was never supposed to have a son because of their lack of faith, she ended up with a son and got thrown out. And even God heard her prayer and made her son a great nation and, and blessed her. She was the God who endeared, she was the woman who endeared much hurt and God still blessed her anyway. I'm telling you, God is going to bless you even in the middle of your hurt. Rebecca, the mother who deceived you said, but pastor Callie, I've not been the best mother. I've made choices that I shouldn't have made. You know what? God can counteract those choices. He can turn them. God even took Rebecca. In fact, he showed her before those children were born that the younger would be over the elder and she actually helped in the deception of her own husband but God turned it for his good and out of her out of Jacob 
came the the Israel. God used a woman that deceived and turned it for her good. Rachel and Leah, the two mothers that had to share the same husband. You talking about awful. That is awful. I, I can't imagine anything. The original sister wives. I can't imagine anything worse. But God through their faithfulness, birthed the 12 tribes of Israel and in a place where they had to share one man. And and that is not a good situation. God moved right in the middle of that dysfunction and birthed the 12 tribes of of Israel. Jochebed, the mother who God gave a plan to protect her son. We know that the Pharaohs changed and all of a sudden this Pharaoh was afraid of the Jewish people. He was afraid of the Hebrew people. He saw that their children were growing and abounding and there were many more of them than there were Egyptians. And so he sent out a decree that the, the sons would be killed. And so Jochebed had, had her baby in her hand and she knew, the Bible says she knew it was a godly, a goodly child, a child that was born for such a time as this. So she made a bed and she put tar in it and she put her baby out on the water on the Nile, the Nile that they were throwing the babies into. She actually put her baby on that same Nile and God directed that baby to Pharaoh's daughter and Pharaoh had Pharaoh's daughter had compassion on that baby. And through the plans that God dropped in her heart and she prayed and had faith to follow through God saved the deliverer. And then she handed that baby back to Jochebed and said, raise this baby, nurse this baby. And this baby grew to be the mighty deliverer that God used to deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt into their promised land. Then there's Naomi, the mother-in-law who shared her faith. And out of her greatest, greatest travesty, she took her, her, her daughter-in-law. They went back to Israel. She directed her and prayed with her. And God used her. And that, that, that mother, that, that Ruth became the mighty woman of God that would, that would be the grandmother of David and would be, the, be, be in the lineage of Jesus Christ. See, women your prayers are powerful your prayers will change history your prayers will set your children on a course of revival that can't be stopped your children will stop the hand of the enemy when he wants to destroy your babies it will stop and it will give you a strategy see God has always moved through women God moved through the prayer of Hannah and opened up her womb she was not supposed to be able to have children but God opened up her womb and gave her a prophet the greatest prophet that Israel would ever know and she took that prophet back to the man of God and released him in faith, knowing that Israel needed to hear the true voice of God. Another woman that knew how to pray and allowed God to turn her circumstances. God used Elizabeth in her old age, her barren womb, and God birthed in her John the Baptist, the forerunner of Jesus Christ, the forerunner of Jesus Christ. And he allowed her to carry to full term and to birth this young man that would literally prepare the way. God used Mary, the mother of Jesus, the blessing among women. 
She said, according to your will, so be it unto me, Father. According to your will, let your will be done. I'm telling you that God is going to use your prayers, your prayers that you prayed in the past, pray them again. Do like they, like, like he told Peter. Peter had fished all night and he hadn't caught nothing. And Jesus said, I want you to take your nets and I want you to throw them on the other side of the boat. And I'm telling you, take your prayers throw them out over Jesus's boat, begin to declare them and prophesy them. God is moving in your children's lives. There are major turnarounds going in your children's lives. Children that have been bound in sin and in degradation, God is going to deliver them and set them free. You are going to pray prayers of faith and God is going to fill your churches up with revival. You are going to pray prayers of faith and your pastor is going to be set afire by, by the power of the Holy Holy Ghost. This nation is getting ready to burn with revival because women have set in their hearts to pray. Lord, you are here because your grandmother prayed. You're here because I prayed. You're here because you prayed. Tell them what God told you about the scripture today. Share what the Lord told you about the Shunammite woman today. Amen. I need to rest. If y'all do not know already, my mother is Holy Ghost. <laughs> so, I'm also you, tired, so take it. How do you follow that? Does it, can anybody tell me how I'm supposed to follow you that? You just do what Jesus says. All right. Well, I just, that was awesome, Mom. That's absolutely awesome. That's fired me up. Um, no, it is because of your prayers. And something that the Holy Spirit was just speaking to me about mothers was that, you know, sometimes, especially, I think, younger mothers, when you're trying to figure it out, when you get older, you start to understand, you get revelation on things like, like what mom's talking about. But, you know, when you're younger, sometimes you think that it's all on you. And something that the Holy Spirit was just revealing to me is, you know, he did not make any accidents when he chose you to be the mother of the kids yes. that you are mothering. He did not make any accidents. He, he chose you on purpose. And, um, and he chose you to co-labor with him to teach and train that child and to help that child position them to be able to do what God's called them to do. And so I just second every single thing mom said, because it was just so, 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 so powerful and, um, blessed my socks off. Um, something that I just wanted to share with, with moms, with younger children. And then I want to talk to moms as a whole. Um, the most important thing that you could do for your young children and, and your older children, and I'll give a testimony of my mom, um, is live a life of faith. And like all the women that mom just brought out in the word, every single one of them were women of faith. They were, they weren't perfect. They made mistakes, but they were living out a life of faith to, to please and to honor God. And, yes. and God saw them and God met them. And, you know, it's not what I... I did a little research because um, I'm preparing for a, a Mother's Day message and I was asking friends and I was asking other moms to ask their children, what is the most important thing a mom does? And, you know, it was everything ranging, ranging from kids that were one years old, barely could talk to full grown children. And not one of those kids said, the most important thing my mom does for me is buy me a hundred dollar pair of shoes. Not one of those mom's kids said the most important thing my mom did was take me to Disney World. The most important thing mom does is make sure that I have the coolest backpack or clothes or, you know, that I've got the best car to drive or the best house. 
every single one of those kids from one to older were, my mom believes in me. Yes. My mom prays for me. My mom is a friend to me when no one else is a friend to me. You know, my mom is someone that loves me and kisses me and hugs me and, and, and speaks life into me and encourages me. And it's so crazy how the enemy will get us distracted on the things that are in our life right now that we don't have, that we feel like our kids need to have. When in reality, we're doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing and we're training them up in the way that we're supposed to. And so, um, I just said, I I wrote down the most important thing that you can do for your kids is live a life for Jesus and live a life for, uh, you know, by faith. And when I think about my mom and watching her through for the time I was little till now, um, I've seen my mom come back and forth from different obstacles and face different obstacles in her life, but I've never seen her quit in her relationship with God or in the things of God. And because of her example, I am, I'm a woman of faith. I'm a woman who knows that God is going to do what he says that he's going to do. I'm a woman that says, even though it's been five years, 10 years or 20 years waiting for something, I know that if God can do it for my mother, come through for my mother, God's going to come through for me as well. And I, I read this, that a body of land that is rested produces seven times the harvest than a body of land that is tired and overworked. Wow. And when I read that, it was because I was reading about being rested in, in Jesus. And when it, what it means to be rested in your walk with the Lord doesn't mean that we're not doing the daily tasks of what it means to be a mom or a wife or, or have a ministry, but it's doing it in a place of rest and it's doing it in a place of gratitude of what God has already done. And when we begin to remind and thank God for every single thing that he's already yes, done, yes. We, we create an atmosphere for him to bring a harvest that is absolutely overwhelming. And sometimes, you know, the enemy always will make us think that we have to do more, work more, do more with our kids. Well, your kid's struggling with this, this, or that, you know, because it's probably something that you're not doing. And I I read something this morning and I just thought was awesome. It said the warrior considers opposition from the enemy as a sign she is going in the right direction. Woo, amen. That's so amen. powerful. Rock um, on. That's, so anyways, I, I was sharing with mom this morning. She already shared some of, of the ladies that I was going to talk about in the word, but I was going to talk about Hannah and then I was going to talk about the Shunammite woman. Yeah, go that's for how, it. Go for that's it. how you say Shunammite woman. Um, anyways, but Hannah was a woman who prayed for a child. She was barren and she, and she wanted that child so desperately. And you know, God gave her her child. He gave her Samuel and she promised the Lord that she would give that child back to him. And something that both Hannah and the Shunammite woman had in common was they they both knew that the child that they were given was the Lord's. They both knew that it was a gift given to them that was the Lord's. And I think the number one thing that we as mothers can do, and and I've watched my mom do it in her, her own life, it's, it's hard sometimes to remember that, that our child is not our own. Our child is God first and foremost. And when you have a clear revelation that that child is not just yours, it was entrusted yes. to yours to, to train and to mentor, but that child is, is God's. And if you 
fell off the face of the earth tomorrow. God is never going to stop running towards your child. He's never going to start doing things to move on your child's behalf because that child is his. And, you know, Hannah prayed for Samuel. God gave her, her Samuel and then she, she promised that she would give Samuel back to him. And so when she was, when she weaned Samuel, she gave him and she put him into the house of the Lord to be under Eli, the priest. Were you going to say something? Uh, okay. Listen, and, um, wonderful. and, you know, when I was reading that scripture, I was asking the Holy spirit, you know, what was it that was just so special? And I was, I was reading about it and I was reading about how Samuel is hearing the call from, from the Lord. And he's thinking that it's Eli and he's running to Eli saying, you know, who called me? And Eli realizes that it's God calling him. And he said, listen, it's God speaking to you. And, and he was a prophet. He was a young prophet that God put in the, in the house of God to be trained and, and um, mentored by Eli and God used him mightily. But something that the Holy spirit said to me is as a mother, not going to cry. Lord help me as a mother, you know, we can put, so much pressure on ourselves and think that it's in our own works and our own strength to help our, our, our children be who God's called them to be. But you know, you can release yourself from the salvation of your child because there is absolutely nothing you physically can do, um, to, ensure that yes. your, your children walk out yes. the plans of God for their life. You have to trust them with, with, with God. But I believe that God puts children in our hands to position them. I believe that he puts children in our hands to position wow. them, to hear the word of God and what God has to say. And what Hannah did is she, she placed her son in the house of the Lord and she positioned him to hear the call yes, of God. Yes. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, Lauren, you cannot save your kid. You cannot save your child, but you can position him to hear my call. Yes. And that that spoke to me so much because yes. that's something I can do. You know, when the Shunammite woman, she was a she was also a barren woman, and she's she probably gave up on her dream of having a baby. She had gotten older, her husband was older, but she made room for the man of God in her home. She positioned herself for God to come into her home. And whenever the man of God, when Elijah, the prophet came to her, he, she was, she gave him such hospitality. He wanted to bless her. And he gave her a word that God was going to give her a son and God gave her that son. And when that son died in her lap, you know, she, she was, I'm sure absolutely distraught, but she remembered, she remembered that this is not my son. This is God's son. You gave this child to me. So you're going to heal him. And she took that baby to um, Elisha and she had Elisha come and, and, and he, a miracle happened for her. And that baby came back to life. But what the, what the word says was, she said to him, she said, she said to Elijah, did I ask you for a son, my Lord? And didn't I say, don't deceive me and get my hopes up because her baby was, was dead. And Elijah said to Gehazi, get ready to travel, take my staff and go. Don't talk to anyone along the way, go quickly and lay the staff on the child's face. He was going to send his servant before him to go and just lay his staff. And he was like, okay, that'll be good enough. 
But she said, but the boy's mother said, as surely as the Lord lives and you yourself live, I won't go home unless you go with me. So Elijah returned with wow. her. Wow. And what's so powerful for that was that wow. she understood wow. that it wasn't her. She understood that unless God went with her, she was not going to receive the miracle that she wanted. Unless the prophet went with her, she was not going to receive the miracle. And she she put God in remembrance of his word and what she had given him. And, you know, my encouragement to you is that you do not have to stress or worry yourself or burden yourself with the, the pressure of making sure that your child does and walks out the call of God in your life. All you have to do is put him in remembrance of the words that have been spoken over your children and put him in the, the remembrance of, of the, the fact that he gave you those kids and make room for him. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a young mom of five kids. I've got four in my house and I'm in a season where my kids are my, my first ministry. And, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer and you can do this and that. I don't believe that every, you know, that you have to just be the stay at home mom. I believe you can be a career mom. You can, you can be a mom of, and have any other ministry hats. But I do believe that when you have children in your home, that they are your first ministry Absolutely. before anything else. And it truly is a, you're, you're discipling them. You, you have been entrusted to disciple them. And one of the best things that we can do as moms is we can create a welcome space in our home for the presence of God to come. Because when the presence of God is there and when God is with us, we're not doing anything alone. Everything we're doing, we're co-laboring with Jesus yes. Christ. And, and we're not, we don't have to worry that, that we're trying to do anything in our own, own works. Um, is there something you're going to say? Well, I, I wanted to say this before we get too deep and you can keep going because it's fa fabulous that one of the things the Lord spoke to me this morning was for the mothers to get on here and pr pray your prayers, write your prayers on this, on this, on this Facebook page, on this broadcast. If it's something so private that you don't send it to me privately and, and Lauren and I will pray over it. But I believe if you will write it, write your declaration, your prayer, what you're believing God for, write on this page. And, be, and after you write it, speak it out and praise God. Worship God that it's already done. You are going to see major miracles and major turnarounds even this week. Even this week, many of you will see major things overturned in your children's lives that you've been praying for. You'll see major things overturned in your own life. You'll see major things overturned in your churches and in your families. God is answering the prayers of the mothers. And you say, but I'm not a physical mother, but you may be a spiritual mother. That's just as important. If you're a spiritual mother, a spiritual grandmother, a mother, a grandmother, a daughter that is believing to be a mother, God is answering prayers. Listen, I was a mother in the spirit long before I was a mother in the natural. My babies were inside of me and God had an appointed time. And I just prophesied there are some that have had closed wombs that God is going to open your womb. Even today, as you declare it out, God is going to open your womb. There are some that have adopted babies that God is going to also give you a biological child as well. He will open your womb even as of today. God is overturning the verdicts of the enemy. And I don't care what your child is doing. 
where it's at or what the enemy has told you. It is a lie. God is working miracles and your prayers coming out of your mouth are setting the stage for the greatest revival in your family. And God is answering the prayers of mothers today. You want to share some more? Um, I want to share a testimony of mine. I had, um, I want to encourage you not to, you know, that the Holy Spirit speaks to you as a mother and being completely confident in your you know, your walk with the Lord, that you're being spirit led and he's, he's equipped you. Like I said, at the very beginning, he didn't choose you by accident. And, um, you know, just a, a, a quick testimony that I will share about my son, Joseph, my, my eldest son, you know, a couple of years back, he was, um, very, very depressed. And it was shortly after his father and I had gone through a divorce and he, um, was just, he was just depressed. Um, he was a 10 year old depressed boy and it's, it's crazy to think about someone that age carrying that kind of, of weight, but he just was. And so there was one night, something that I do every night is I, I put my kids to bed. I'll either go in there and pray over them or I'll just talk with them a little bit before bedtime. And, um, I was helping him go to sleep and he was basically talking to me about how he was just sad and he started crying and it was just like this this overwhelming spirit of just oppression just came into the room and he was, couldn't, couldn't sleep, felt like hated himself and was saying things to me that a mother never wants to hear, especially at 10 years old. And he started saying things to me like, you know, mom, I don't even know if I want to live anymore. And he's 10. So I remember at that time I was looking at him and, you know, the warrior mode came up in me and I just start, you know, I'm speaking in tongues. I'm speaking every single thing of faith. I could speak over him. I'm declaring like, you know, I'm saying to him, um, you know, um, Jesus loves you. You know, you are, you're amazing. And I just start, I'm praying and I'm like, in Jesus name, I just come against this, this spirit of depression. I come against the spirit of suicide. I'm, I'm trying to break off every single chain I can think of. I, I just turn into like this Holy ghost crazy woman. And nothing was breaking. And he's sitting there and he's still crying. I could still feel it. And I'm just, it was like I was trying to just do everything in my own strength. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit says to me, Lauren, just talk to him about the day that he was born. <laughs> and so I, I stopped warring. And I just started to, to, to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And I started to talk to him about the day that he was born. And I started saying, Joseph, do you know that I prayed for you before you were born? Do you know that whenever you came out, mommy was so happy because you were everything that I had prayed for. And I started describing his face and his eyes and his lips and how they were everything that I had asked the Holy Spirit for. He gave me my perfect angel baby and just how much I loved him. And whenever I said that to him, when I said, you are exactly what I prayed for. When you came out, you were what I prayed for. He looked at me and he said, I was, and it broke. And I remember finishing up telling him I loved him and I walked out and I was asking the Holy Spirit. I was like, God, why, why did it not break when I was sitting there praying in the Holy Spirit and declaring, you know, that things be broken. And he said to me, he said, Lauren, Jesus, I am in you. He said, when you speak to your son, I speak to your son. When you tell your son, I love you, I'm saying I love you. When you told him about the day he was born, I was telling him about the day that he was born. Wow. 
And wow. it, it gave me such a revelation of we truly are the hands and feet of Jesus yes. Christ. And children, they don't, they, they look to just you. They get their, their impression of who God is through their relationship with their mother and through their relationship with their father. And when they've got that person that is right there with them, speaking that life into them and speaking to them their destiny and talking to them about their day and the little, little things, that's where their yeah. faith is built yeah. in their relationship yeah. with the Lord. And it gave me such just confidence of, I really can just love on my children and be Christ. Like I, I said at the beginning, walking out that daily yes. walk of just serving your family and serving your children, that that truly is the absolute best gift that you can give them. Um, anyways, I don't know where I was going to go after that. You were talking yeah. earlier too uh, about how the, you know, back to the Shunammite woman, when she was running past all the different people, yeah, and they asked her how she was. She said, "I'm fine." She said, "I'm fine." And I, I, when I was reading this, I was reminded of my mom's story of of my brother. And you know, when the what she did, the Shunammite woman, when her she her son was dead, and you know that, and, and he was dead physically. But if you take this in a spiritual um, sense, anything you you think about your kids, anything yeah. that they're struggling yeah. with, there's dead places, yeah. could be dead places in their life. With my mom, it was my 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 brother. He was struggling with, with drug addiction. I mean, um, pills, pill addiction was what he was struggling with. And he had dead places in his life. I mean, addiction had, had brought such deadness to multiple places of him and his, and his family's life. And one thing that she did was she never spoke death over him. If you look at the, at the scripture, she asked, they, they were asking, is everything all right with your husband and your child? And this is while she's got a dead child sitting at home in the, the room that she had made for the prophet. And the woman said, yes, the woman told Gehazi, everything is fine. And what, what I loved about that was that she spoke life. life. She spoke life. She kept her mouth shut. And when I remember mom's testimony about uh, my brother, she was trying to do things in her own strength and she would pray for him and then she would get upset and she would speak things like negative, you know, where he's never going to get off the door. You're never going to get your life together, you know, and would get so upset. And finally the Holy Spirit told her, stop speaking death over the situation. Stop speaking, you know, everything that you pray in the spirit, you unravel with your tongue later whenever you get upset. And it just, it got her really quickly, convicted her because she realized just the power of being his mother and the words that she was speaking over him. And so I want to encourage you, and I know mom's going to encourage you too with just that testimony, but I want to encourage you with any of your children struggling in any area, look for the king and the queen on the inside. Yes. Don't look for the fool, but look for the king and the queen and call that person out in them and, and speak complete life over them because that's what opens up the windows of heaven to be able to come in. I would pretty much guarantee that if she would have just taken the fact that he was dead and accepted that as truth and spoken that when people asked, she wouldn't have gotten the miracle. She never she recovered got. him. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to just go back to what the Holy Spirit spoke to me this morning. Prophesy over your children this month. Prophesy today. Write it down on Facebook. We'll agree with you. If you're not, you know, some of you may have things that are private. Send us a private message. We want to pray with you. I'm telling you, God's hearing the prayers of the mothers. The prayers of my mother changed my life. The prayers of our, my mother set our family on a course. 
the, your prayers are changing the lives of your children, changing your life, changing your family's life, changing the city, the nation, the state, everything you're involved in. Declare it out of your mouth. Write it down. May is the month that God is overturning the plans of the enemy, especially for the mothers, especially yeah. for the mothers. The courts of heaven, this is a prophetic word, write it down. You can carry it to the bank. It will cash. It isn't a rubber check. It's the real deal. Yes. The courts of heaven are overturning the plans of the enemy concerning you and your children. God is working on behalf of you and your child. And there will be a mighty, mighty overturn. And you will see your children restored, set free, and doing what God has called them to do because it is the Lord's good pleasure to answer your prayer. And Lord, I just thank you. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures because I love to give you scriptures to help you. And you can write them down. Ephesians 6 and 18, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to that end, keep alert to the end, keep alert with all perseverance, making suppl supplication for all saints, Ephesians 6 and 18. First John 5, hold on a minute. First John 5, 15, 14 through 15, ESV. And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. It is his will that our children be saved. Yes. It is his will that our family be on fire for God. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. Lord, I thank you yes. that you are giving us what we have requested. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yes. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, I heard the Lord when I was praying here today in the sanctuary, the Lord said, worship your way through May. Worship your way through May. I'm answering the mother's prayers. Worship your way through May. Everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your re request be made known to God. And the peace of God, uh, uh, Lauren talked about the rest. Rest is peace. Mm -hmm. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus' name. Okay, one more, a few more. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, whatever, write this down, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Proverbs 22 and 6, train up a child in the way it should go. Even when he's old, it will, he will not depart from it. Now, I'm going to tell you that that is in every aspect of their life. Train up a child. James 5 and 17, therefore confess your sins one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Lord, I just thank you that you are healing us. Matthew 26 and 39. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Jesus, even Jesus, even Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane wanted to let the cup pass. He knew he was going to have to die. Even him said, God, 
if, if there's any way I can, I can get through this without dying. But then he said, according to thy will. And I just want to encourage you to just begin to pray. According to your will, so be it unto me, Lord. According to your will. John 15 and 7, if you abide in me, this is the Lord talking. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is the month for asking. God is in the mood for doing. Hallelujah. Matthew 6, 19 through 13. Pray like this. Our Father, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Revelations. Uh, Revelation 5 and 8, and when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lord, each holding a harp and golden bowls of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Did y'all get that? Our prayers are in golden bowls of incense coming before the Lord, and he is working to perform Psalm 127 and 3, behold, children are a heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is, uh, is, is your reward. Lord, I just declare that our children are our rewards. Our I declare that our children are on fire for God. I declare that you have overturned the plans of the enemy for any child represented on this broadcast today, this week, or whoever tunes in this whole month. I declare as we share this broadcast, Past, as we can't talk, as we share this broadcast, as we prophesy, as we write our prayers, as we pray our prayers, God, that mighty miracles are happening in the lives of our children. Uh, Exodus 20 and 12, honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord is giving you. First Peter 3, 8 and 9, finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and an humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or reveling or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless for this is uh, this you are called that you may obtain a blessing. Listen, God is moving in our lives. This is the month. The mother's, my mother's prayers, my mother's prayers changed my life. My mother's prayers changed my family. My prayers are changing my life. My prayers are changing my family. And, and my city, your prayers are changing your life. Your prayers are changing your children's lives, your city, your nation, your church. Ladies, declare it out. Be bold in your faith. Be bold in your faith. May is the month that God is answering the mother's prayer. We love you so much. Be blessed. We'll see you next week. God bless you. You were a lover before time's beginning And you gave your love freely withholding nothing Jesus, my Jesus You carried the weight of the world on your shoulders And you stopped at
For the past hour, you've been listening to The Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.